0: Yeah, yeah, Chaz vibe. Yeah, 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 look, I don't even know where to start. Took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art My versus weapons like Tony, that's Montana a start. And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta See they dumb, their compliments down cause they don't feel important I just feel bad, they really try to hide the distortion Look, you don't really gotta say nothing Cause Not I man. already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running I hate you gotta force them just to feel something Acting like they down with you like you about to film something like I'm dealing with some theater majors, I'm reiterating the dialogue, seeing the pages, Ew. I look at the fortunate Listening thing, who really need to be famous, I got the podcast. Uh, of course it's your boy Chris J, got my boy Trel Sav on here.
1: Yo, what's poppin',
0: alright, and this is episode 49, I have to check that real quick, NBA Players That wore 49, let us check that real quick. I feel like there's going to be some trash niggas right here. NBA players. Mm. Damn. Okay. Sheldon Anderson, Mel McCants. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Shandon Anderson, who uh, I, I'm familiar with him because he was on the Miami Heat from uh, the year they won the championship in 06, uh, the referee in the Wade game. As I like, to, as I would prefer to refer to them as. Uh, but mm. yeah, and Mel McCants, I don't know who the hell he is. G, like, I have no freaking mm. idea who folks is. But yeah, so if you guys clearly, uh, we skipped out on last week. A lot was going on. Daytra was busy with school, and just life in itself happens. So we took a week off, and but we're back. Will try to give you double of what you missed out on in terms of wrestling. Then the NBA is pretty much in full goddamn swing in terms of just what's going on with training camp. Uh, it's starting this upcoming week, uh, media day was over the weekend, and a few more in like the, oh, for a few teams, and then not every other team. So this was utterly a busy freaking freaking week for uh. Wrestling in uh whoop the band, but I have good news. First of all, the Bears won. Shout out to my nigga Uncle Khalil. Shout out to Chase Daniels for holding it down while my son Mitch had to uh suffer. But my son Mitch will be good in Jesus' name. Three and one, nigga. First place, my nigga. Put some respect on our damn name. Green Bay we coming for you, my nigga. Aaron Rodgers soft ass and his offense and that trash ass team, G. Get out of here, G. Ain't nobody scared of mm-hmm. y'all niggas. But shout out to my bears though. Cause I thought I was about to be stressed out immediately when I saw uh my son Mitch get hurt. I was scared. I I was that. I was legit scared. But it is what it is. We did that thing. Uh so mm-hmm. let's talk about uh let's get into wrestling. So uh Let's see. Do we want to do the past two weeks or just do this week? Cause
1: we can just summarize everything that's been going on. This week is probably a little bit more important when it comes yeah. like to stuff like that. If anything, it's we're talk to talk about two
0: weeks ago Uh, the open episode of NXT. That's the thing. Let's talk about that. So, um, Oh,
1: yeah. We can do that, dude.
0: Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, let me pull up what happened on that episode of NXT real quick just so I can not forgetting anything, NXT, September 18th, was it, I believe. yeah, okay, here we go, so NXT, so first things first, I thought uh when they announced that NXT was gonna be two hours in USA, I didn't know that that wasn't gonna start until, I think, yeah this week,
1: I think, yeah, the first two weeks. Yeah. Uh one well, I to say next on the network. Yeah,
0: because some show had to finish its season or whatever. And yeah. then the other uh half went to uh the network. So it was confusing as hell at first. But uh I would say for NXT's first T V show in terms of being on TV in itself and being and being live, the first thing I'm gonna say is I'm glad that they stayed true to the overall product of what NXT is. Like it gives you that indie feeling while also you know it's a WWE product at the end of the day. But I'm mm-hmm. glad it stayed to that. They didn't add they didn't change the uh the arena in itself. They didn't uh add fireworks and stuff like that. It still has what makes NXT NXT. So I'm grateful for that and I'm glad they kept it true. Over time I know it's gonna expand, but that's that's in itself is just because how much money they're going to be able to put into the product now that it's on TV and once you get that TV money that's a different type of money so uh, opening match was the Fatal 4-Way women's number one contender match to fight uh, future 205 Live champion uh, Shayna Baszler for the women's belt uh, Mia Young, Io Shirai Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae great match Great match. Uh, I was, I wouldn't say I'm shocked, but at the same time, I'm not. I was shocked, but I was shocked at the same time that Candice LeRae won. But you kind of have to throw somebody else at B- uh, Shana Baszler. Uh, of course, I was hoping that Bianca Belair won. I didn't expect me, uh, Mia Yim to win, and plus, Io Shirai is still a heel. So Candice LeRae was honestly the next best thing. And plus, she's Gargano's wife, so that kind of gives you a little bit of clout when it comes to NXT. Mm-hmm. So, it was a good match overall, and I'm looking forward to Candice LeRae and Shayna Baszler, because either way, it's going to be a solid match. Candice LeRae is a really good performer. Uh, Shayna Baszler is just drive boring, and I feel she can at least bring some type of excitement to it. Hopefully, her uh, resiliency uh, rating is the same as Gargano. So, that might be hmm. why she beats Shayna Baszler. So, something to look forward to. So, uh,
1: y- your takes on the match? Oh, huh, that's cool. Uh kind of want to be Bianca Bell. don't, you know, to be there. but it It be like that sometimes. Uh, Kenneth LeRae is cool. Hopefully, she's the, the babyface that needed to take that belt off Shayna. Uh I don't I feel what you do with Shayna after she drops the belt to her. Let's you move Shayna up. But I don't know if they're going to be moving people up. So, um, yeah. Well, Shayna is probably keep one up. person
0: you could move up because she's done all she can do in NXT. And it's not like she's a True. draw for NXT. So, technically, she like, is. Yeah. But, um But you have I enough women can... who could carry in itself.
1: Mm, True. Well, she's the only established. Uh, she's the only one that's really established when it comes to, you know, what they do and what they can do in the ring. Everybody else lost to Shayna. That's kind of their identity. Literally, it was that match. Literally consists of three women who lost to Shayna in Canna's right. So, yeah, yeah, sure. but this can set up uh, Canna's LeRae having that belt probably feud with somebody like Bianca Bella. Bianca Bella loses. Dick really likes her feud with uh you know, Shirai. And yeah, you know, has that belt. And all as well in the world. Uh, true.
0: It should be good. Um, then next uh, was the Sean Muleta versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes looks like a generic white dude from Tough Enough.
1: But he beat this dude ass. <laughs> like. Like Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes.
0: He looks like a musty white dude in black trunks.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. Cool.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like depending if it's uh, NXT on no TV is it introduces me to the whole roster. Because I didn't know who the hell Sean Mulata is or Cameron I Grimes. think that-
1: I think it's a struggle with a lot of dudes that was doing them goddamn moves when he came out to the ring, dog. Yeah. Because that yeah. the case, dudes are, um, yeah, nobody know who he is. <laughs> The dude right. that look like Tommaso Ciampa, that hell? I finally remember let, a dude let, that came out there doing Brazilian let me moves look like look up Tommaso dude's Ciampa. Picture.
0: I just want to make sure, like, if I look, like, let me just make sure, Sean, Wu Lada. Let's see, shout out to Google. Us and Threes in the Rings do our, yeah. Well, he kind of looks like Chompa with hair. No, he's a some nigga. He, he's Samoan.
1: Uh,
0: you don't look like Chompa, uh, but he's Samoan.
1: Uh, but, yeah, oh but
0: he got dragged. It um, was barely like, probably like 10 seconds. That's how quick the match went. Um, then the hour ended with uh, Velvet Team versus Roderick Strong. Great match, of course. Great match. Uh, and, of course, this lead. Finishes the Undisputed Era rocking all the gold, and Roger Strong won in a really
1: great match. Yeah, yeah uh, the Messiah of the Break is now a North American champion. On phone, no grave, that's what's up. Yeah. Uh, that's the best thing that happened to NXT right now is, is the fact that the Messiah of the Breaker is the North American champion. And all is well in the world. Mm-hmm. Literally, just just a slap match. I Strong is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Top five NXT when it comes to the in ring work. So, are beautiful.
0: Yep. So, a good beautiful match. match. Yeah, I'm satisfied with the match. Satisfied with the ending. Keeps v- Dream strong. Uh, I st- I think Dream's gonna stick around a little bit longer. Like he's uh, he's like Shayna Baszler, where it's kind <clears> of <throat> like he's only thing he kind of has to do is fight for the main belt but he doesn't necessarily have to because he's one of the most over nxt stars but i think he's gonna stick around a little longer just to probably give somebody adam cole to fight against maybe just off way how the match ended because cole in the gang did get involved so but overall i'm satisfied undisputed eric got all the gold uh I Need to see there's a t shirt on the website because I might cop. Um, then it goes into the uh network portion of the show, and Pete Dunn pops up, um, fighting some dude named Arturo Ruas. Pete Dunn, that's the dude that to like Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, there we go. See, there was a dude on that show that looked
1: like Tommaso Ciampa. Doing I'm sure some the weird crowd ass looked at dude and was up. like, Hold on, <laughs> yeah. So. folks I thought folks Tabasso Chopper I am like they can't do a gimmick change that fast and they go uh, 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 Chopper over but yeah exactly. it was cool but, but yeah cool shout match. out to Pete Dunn being there I think Pete Dunn being there is more of a we pulling out all the stop situations other than we said you man. what'd you say
0: and Walter popping
1: up as well yeah Walter is another thing like we point out all uh, the stops. It's very, very, it works really, 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 really well with not only bringing those talents to bring an audience to that brand, but also having those talents showcase themselves so you can watch the niggas on NXT or the WWE Networks, NXT UK. So it's really, really cool that he did that. Uh, even though Pete Dunn loses everything for some, nobody talks about him, but Pete Dunn loses all the time. He once was winning everything, and now Ever since Walter took that chip from that nigga, that nigga lose every match he's a end. Mm. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, well, he, yeah. well they gave him the
0: win cool. that night, so, but of course yeah. he had to win. Uh, then he next was fight
1: Jamaican Tommaso Tampa. Of course he was gonna
0: win. Uh, next was Zia Lee versus Aaliyah. Uh, Zia Lee, that is. Once again, I am think I'm familiar with more of the Asian NXT wrestlers than I am with some of the other women's talent. Uh, I mean, NXT women's Asian wrestlers than I am with some of the other talent women wise NXT has. So I'm familiar with who Z Lee was or Jai Lee. I don't, hopefully, I don't, forgive Definitely me if you listen to this and I'm messing up your name.
1: But either way, you won. Yeah.
0: That's an important thing. Uh, yeah. Then uh, later on, we get the very shocking return of Leo Rush. Um, <laughs> that was a shock, <laughs> like in every way. He just they said, "Oh yeah, Leo Rush is here, and he's fighting Orny Larkin for the uh, number one contender for for uh, eventually Shana Basz's uh, future ch- uh, championship to cruiserweight belt." Uh, so, oh my god! And look, it's gonna happen, uh, but. Overall, good match. Good to see a Leo Rush uh pop up. It, but for me, I'm really wondering, does this mean he's gonna pop back up on the main roster with Bobby Lashley? Nope. Alright, you must he said that like you got confirmation, so right. that
1: dude is uh no, he's next to That dude is taking that belt off of Drew Gulak. Literally Drew Gulak ran through the whole entire cruiserweight division. Leo
0: Definitely. Rush is taking
1: that belt off of him. Yep. That man is not coming back to that main roster. Uh, so, perfect. This is perfect for Leo Rush. This is perfect for the Cruiserweight division. That match slapped.
0: Definitely a good match. a
1: whole different level. Um, especially, he did like one move where he jumped off the, the legit, not the turn buckle, but the legit rope. He jumped off like the bottom of the second rope and hit that nigga with a stunner. Yeah, That was beautiful. Um, uh, but yeah, really, really cool. Uh, like I said he's not going to Bobby Lashley I think is going to be doing stuff for Fox I don't know last time I seen him he was like in a suit with Fox so so he's promoting I wouldn't be surprised if more like superstars he went to really see a ring like that and then there'd be more backstage stuff for Fox so kind of like I don't know if we're going to talk about it today but like the rumors of CM Punk being hired by Fox but not hired yeah, by we were WWE. we going
0: to briefly bring that up. Bring up certain stuff.
1: But, yeah. But, yeah, but... but um, Yeah, Cool. I'm glad yeah. Lio Rush is, you know, back. Yeah. Did not but, think he was coming back, though. Me neither. I honestly thought we were going to see that nigga in AEW. Did not think he was coming back. Yeah, Listen, sure. I'm pretty sure this is a shock to AEW, too. I'm pretty sure they were... For all these returns, I'm pretty sure they were waiting, waiting for them to come back. Yeah. Uh, for another color AEW, where uh, you know make a star out up on that side of the wrestling world,
0: but yeah, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, cool. that's the L. Uh, then the show ended with Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane in a very exciting street street fight, which ended mm-hmm. in utter complete utter chaos in very classic mm-hmm. WWE uh, fashion, where utter chaos broke out. Niggas just. Beat the living daylight out of freaking each other, g.
1: In the backstage Mm -hmm.
0: area and everything, like this was a really fun match.
1: Uh, Kenny and Dane is awesome. Um, Makes me real, real happy that Sanity broke up. Uh, Just hate the fact that The Miz was the one to break him up by himself, (laughs) literally in one night. The Miz beat Sanity. Um, Never forget that day in my whole entire life. Uh, But yeah, cool. Um, Matt Riddle is also awesome. the fact that they was fighting backstage and Walter was eating tea and crumpets and then a nigga was like, hold on, you spilled my crumpets and <laughs> proceeded to throw hands with everybody. Walter's a big old nigger, dog. He <laughs> <Dog. laughs> is a huge man, G. He's in them imperial track suits looking like they got done. About to put out a hit on somebody, but
0: it man it like, looks like them Russians, yeah, just, uh, them Eastern European niggas on GTA Four G.
1: Yeah, so Walter being around is really really cool. Uh, that nigga Walter is also. Uh, hopefully, Walter is a star in NXT UK, so they can move that dude up to regular NXT and have him run wild. Because uh, I think he can. I think he'd be a monster here. Um, who else? Street Profits, I don't know what they're doing with them now. Yeah, like I don't they know if still doing their vignettes on Raw. So, but I don't know if this is last episode or is the week coming up, but they fighting for the Tag Team Championship on NXT. I know they won't win them, but I, think I don't just know what
0: they doing. think just ratings because, you know, like Street Profits is one of the more over, like not just an NXT, but company-wide, they're one of the more over- uh, one of the more over wrestlers so it's not shocking that they still on nxt while also popping up on raw doing things i wouldn't be surprised if they pop up on a fox uh smackdown Fox yeah, premiere. so like they're over so they're just taking advantage of the fact that since they're over and we never really said that they're brought all the way up put them on nxt fight for the belts and that's probably what the uh, the AEW premiere night as well. Yeah. See.
1: Um, I they're uh, of the tennis. I don't want to call it like they're they're putting eyes on NXT, even though AEW is it'll be a season premiere, so a lot of eyes will be on AEW too. But and, uh, like that. Nigga, shit, competition. I got competition. AEW is imploding in terms of like. They do not know how to handle these Twitter fans, dog. Yeah. And it's hilarious. I think Brandy said one of the worst tweets in the whole entire world. She tweaked. Uh, and she's
0: black. She should know better.
1: Yeah, she said one of the worst tweets. I can't even remember. I remember how bad it was, but I can't repeat it. Cause if I repeat it, it just don't it just sound hard. It was about like, um, it's okay to tell me. To go kill myself because I have so many followers. It's okay to.
0: Yeah,
1: right. I guess she was trying to be like, you know, what would call it. but at the end of the day, she's stunned like she had brain worms. So it's weird. It's um, but yeah, they they don't understand their fan base is uber analytical. And another thing, Cody said that like there's not a lot of black wrestlers in top positions in wrestling. And the nigga only got six people out of like sixty that's black in his company. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, and then none of them. Yeah. Because we yeah, can sit there and say in WWE. <laughs> uh, what else? Who for right now since SmackDown is the Abraham, the black guy has the bigger belt in the company until Brock Lesnar suplex that nigga until, you know, back to uh, Africa. 1864. But <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, so it's 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 weird that he says that. And plus, like the the one black dude I do know that they have on their roster is just know his name is Sunny Kiss. I don't think that nigga Cody gonna put him as the top champion in the company. And if he was all.
0: smart, you t- you try to get that gate. You already have the the tease of the LGBTQ community. Get the so, G's. But I'm not about
1: to have this conversation, dog. Yeah, I'm We're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Milk nope the demographic. People get, G. With, people get in trouble at school for the pronoun stuff, dog. That stuff is man. Look, I want no part of it. None. Okay.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So
1: I, I hope best of Sunny Kiss and old girl. That's, you know, about to beat the living daylights out of that other woman just because. So. Not even yeah, just
0: because, it's just she—they've been putting her over. That's the thing. They even have legit been putting her over.
1: Yeah, and, she's about to beat the dog crap out of Old yeah, Bill, bro. So. Like, well, I don't—I forget her name.
0: Um, I, I I, I've, I, I'm mad. I forgot her name because each wrestling podcast I listen to I always mention her. Uh, yeah,
1: because there's a wrestling fans a dog walking shorty mm-hmm. because she's not really a shorty. It's a, you're a dog walking. Yeah. Wrestling fans are horrible. I don't think I don't like like bro. They have picked the most toxic fan base to stay around and say this is the fans we want to build off of. Young yep. people are horrible, like horrible. Human these are dudes. the
0: redneck of the rednecks. G, freaking right,
1: dog. You Trump know, voters, voters man, rednecks just Trump voters. People, like, very racist. Just horrible people, yeah. and they want them to build their fan base on random, like especially like. I think the ring sat, whatever, k sat, yeah, or ring one. Yeah, K-side, one of them. They too, had like. that stupid photo of who of, everybody was a great champion on SmackDown Live, but Kofi, while Kofi, nigga, Mugs, look, I know there's some people out there that like the Ginger Mahal one. There was a legit Ginger Mahal one, though.
0: Oh, yeah, neither of Consisted of nothing.
1: Sorry. There was a Bray Wyatt run that lasted two months. There Don't was a m- remind me run of that. That lasted of two months. Dog. Literally half of those runs was AJ Styles, and Ginger Mahal, please. and Ginger. Please, like I gotta be doing this homework. I'm tripping, but please stop with that. That was a horrible, horrible, Trash horrible, take.
0: horrible, horrible, horrible. Trash horrible. Take. 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 Hey, uh, but yeah, so but uh, Shorty uh, uh, the transgender woman uh NXT Nyla Rose. So yeah, she's gonna drag whoever the hell she's fighting but uh but yeah so overall the first week nxt was really good good episode overall um quick stuff that happened two weeks ago i'm trying to remember uh the more major thing that happened oh yeah uh of course chad i mean chad gable took that L. king corbin uh i told you niggas uh and i'm not, I'm (laughs) not and i'm happy about that i told you niggas so hey um, and then, trying to see, uh, Rusev came back, um, yep, so Rusev came back, uh, Rusev may be the father of, what's his name, uh, what's, what's they face, um, the Canalis, uh, Maria Canalis, uh, child, shout out to the storyline, mm-hmm. very 2000, 2000, let's put it that way, um. Yeah. And then SmackDown Kofi Brock Lesnar made his grand return and challenged Kofi at five that nigga to uh to nineteen ninety uh to uh to the Rodney King shooting, let's put it that way. Um and that's really it for last week, then or well, two weeks ago and then this week, um I already got this week up so we'll go over that. Uh there was a fatal five way promoted which uh for the, the fight set for the season premiere of Raw this for this upcoming week. Uh so it was Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, AJ Styles, Shinsuke and Bobby Roode. Unique batch. By the way, it was elimination uh Fatal 5-way by the way. So um that no, You said what? No one uh Rey Mysterio won pinning Bobby Roode. Oh yeah. It was a good match, though. Really good match. Um, I enjoyed it, of course. Um, But, yeah. So, pretty much...
1: What the hell? Don't worry about me. I'm doing a stupid homework, G. It's real stupid. Because I can't put this in a PowerPoint. About explaining how to work Microsoft Excel. That's something you don't put on a PowerPoint. It's stupid. Let's continue. Uh, But, yeah. So...
0: Uh, King of the Ring rematch between Chad Gable and King Corbin. Uh, Gable lost again. Hold that L. Leave the King alone at that. Uh, then, let's see. I think Nikki and, no, Nikki and Sasha uh, fought. Hold on, let me find a better one. Because this one's all over the goddamn place. Here we go. I'll make it clear, concise. Alright, here we go. Uh, let's see. Damn, what the hell? Can I get a concise of what happened to everything? Let's see. But yeah, so... Oh yeah, uh... Bray Wyatt attacked jo- uh, Braun Strowman as well. Uh shout out to pretty much Braun Strowman getting uh, attacked and being another victim of the Fiend I'm for everything that Bray Wyatt is doing with this character one of the most over characters in the company right now Uh, Nikki Cross fought Sasha Banks which ended in a disqualification Uh, then the Viking Raiders beat the OC I'm glad the Viking Raiders are actually fighting real people now Um then what else we got? Me too. Rusev pretty much beat the daylights out of EC three. But the positive here is
1: EC three is still in the
0: company, man. So shout out to him.
1: Alright. Let me get on my little soapbox right now. (laughs) If EC three had a bad match with Velvet Team Jam at a takeover. Dog. He is not as good as y'all say he is. we get off my soapbox. I'm just keeping it bucked. I think EC3 could be a fantastic heel, but he's extremely boring in the ring. Just like how much of Cesaro is a freaking amazing. And inside of the ring, he's kind of boring as a person when the mic touches his face. So, like, I don't understand the, the sadness of EC3. Like, that a long time ago when I caught that dude, a female dog, through Twitter just because he was crying, that EC3 got hit in the back of a chair and Big E threw some pancakes on him. He'd be like that. If EC3 go to goddamn AEW, guess what? It will not move in needle. And I promise you, I would eat my dress shoe if it does. (laughs) He's not that. He didn't move the needle for TNA. not going to move the needle for that. So, yeah, no. Yep.
0: Uh, This kind of blew me. Lacey Evans beat Ember Moon.
1: It be like that sometimes. Yeah,
0: I know. Uh, Carmella is 24-7 champion. And yes. The ALP
1: popped up on Raw? Huh. I didn't even know. So the Authors yeah. of Yeah. Oh,
0: I see. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, they got, I think that was like second vignette. No. Oh. oh, they they, are, they doing uh, the
0: vignettes. I thought they actually uh, yeah. took somebody out. You I know. don't
1: know if they're going to move the Viking Raiders to SmackDown. Uh, I don't want to see them two dudes go against each other unless it's at a Survivor Series. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't
0: need two overpowered, like two big well, thing is you already have the bludgeon brothers I don't know if they gave them a new name yet so y'all have they Luke not, and they're not have,
1: like considered dominant characters like those two are uh, they're just big, they're just kind of like Otis, uh, whatever the other nigga name
0: yeah that makes sense so yeah I'll give you that yeah so but uh, I hope AOP stays on Raw and more like the Viking Raiders are gonna go to Smackdown like they fit Smackdown a, they fit a show. Let's put it that way. They are a show. So. and Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, I really hope that this just means AOP is going to have a manager when they come back. Because you can't just have them do these vignettes. Unless you're going to put subtitles by every time they talk. And, yeah. But, yeah. So, that was Raw this week. And SmackDown. Let me pull up. SmackDown for this week. Pretty much the major thing in SmackDown I know off the top of my head was that uh Roman and Dan Brian will be tag teaming against uh what's them niggas names? Uh Luke and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. So that happened. And also uh we have pretty much uh oh yeah, Shane and uh what's that boy name? Uh my boy god dang it. Why do I, I forgot his name? that Fast shit. Um, Shane and uh Kevin Owens. There we go. Um, brain fart. Yeah, Shane and Kevin Owens is pretty much gonna have a uh, contract on a ladder match for the winner. Pretty much, if Shane wins, uh, Shane. I mean, Kevin Owens pretty much doesn't return get his job back. And if Kevin Owens wins, Shane doesn't come back to SmackDown or the WWE, one of the two. I don't really remember. So, uh, if this just that to me alone sounds very Eric Bischoff, prime Eric Bischoff, WCW. The only thing missing was just the goddamn, put it on an actual pole instead of making it a ladder match. So, but, uh shout out to that, um. Sasha Banks and Bayley fought Carmella and Charlotte Flair all I'm going to say is that match was funny as hell because Charlotte legit watched Sasha put Carmella in a uh, in a bank statement and did not bother to move yeah I saw that that was hilarious respect Um, Mustafa Ali fought Shinsuke which was a decent match Shinsuke won of course uh, New Day beat the B Team. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors and Fire Desire. Uh, Fault. Kabuki Warriors 1, of course. Um, and then. Yep, yeah, and it's pretty much. Oh, and. Uh, SmackDown ended with uh, Sasha pretty much beating the hell out of uh, Becky Lynch from behind. Which I'm cool with. So. That's how SmackDown ended. Um, so, so next week is this Fox premiere, right? Or is it another two weeks?
1: No, it's just literally this, uh, this Friday. Okay.
0: Let me see if I could, what's the, what's the card for that? So let me see. If I can uh,
1: championship match, ladder match. Uh, I think Seth, I don't mean, I think that also probably have a championship match. I don't know. I'm just saying now yeah. ten it would be an IC title match on that card too. That card is gonna be freaking stacked from what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, I'm
0: looking for it now. Oh, they're saying the Usos are set to return. So they are yep. their uh quote unquote suspension. Let's see. God dang I know y'all have a damn card for it. Fox Premier card, damn. Okay, I think this might work. So, oh, that ladder match is actually going to be on SmackDown premiere. I thought that was going to be a hell in a cell the way that they promoted no, it. No, I said like that
1: ladder match, yeah. Oh. Alright, so,
0: so the only confirmed matches is Brock Lesnar versus Kofi. Uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair versus um Bayley and Sasha so the four, four horse women. Kevin Owens in the latter match and expect appearances from Hulk Hogan, Sting, Rick Flair, Booker T, Lita, Mick Foley, Kurt Angle, Bill Goldberg, Trish Stratus, Mark Henry, Jerry Lawler uh, and others. So, shout out mm-hmm. to that. And also they announced the new SmackDown announce team, which is pretty much the raw announced team. So uh Corey Graves, uh Michael Cole and uh Dean Ambrose wife. Um f- uh shout out
1: to the brain farts. We both have it. Um 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 Michael Cole, Corey Graves, uh 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 uh, uh. Michael
0: Cole, Cole, bro, I I don't got it. We both having a brain fart right now. Uh. Renee Young, there we go. Sorry. There we go. See, listeners, forgive us. So, but yeah, so the, uh, they also announced the announced teams, of changes. So Corey Graves, Michael Cole, and uh, Renee Young's going to be on SmackDown. On top of it, Renee Young is going to also be hosting the uh, WWE Backstage Pre-Show, or yeah, kind of like their weekly. First take type preview show uh, on Fox Sports One. So shout out to Renee Young as being that person to host that. So she's yeah. securing her bag. Uh,
1: yeah, so. she also said that's what she kind of want to do. So it's, they said it's more of a two person commentating thing, mm-hmm. and then the um, uh, like Renee and the other guy that's not black. I mean, that's not the black guy. And that's not Jerry Lawler would be more... I forgot the words for it, but they'd be more like the... I guess kind of like... I don't know. It's not going to be the same as you would think.
0: I think I I know where it's going to be. It's kind of going to be NFL-like where you have that one person who would just pop up and give random takes with somebody or have inside information, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think so. so. so, I don't want to say... Like Renee and other do would be like more of Doris Burke because that it kind of makes no sense when you have like constant backstage, yeah. Um, prep, uh, like interviews. but I don't know, we'll see Monday. Well,
0: not Monday, but uh,
1: no, that right. all that stuff starts Monday. Oh, because
0: that's the so, yeah. season um, man, Raw, yeah. And then Raw pretty much getting is getting the fresh faces with well, fresh voices outside of Vic Joseph, who's been on two oh five live in no, uh NXT look, UK
1: Look Zig Joseph man Look that got got it yeah he good no lie
0: that's why I said outside no of no lie like
1: he's like, he's
0: good he he's he's solid from like Wait
1: no no wait 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 what's that one dude that um that stood in for um wait Vic Joseph is the black guy right
0: no no, that's Dio Madden.
1: He's the guy that was on 205 Live. What's that one dude that um that Vic Joseph is the dude that stood in for them on that one time on Raw? Uh No, Vic Joseph he,
0: does two oh five live in NXT UK. For real? Yeah, Dio Madden was the uh was doing was the NXT guy who niggas was like, huh?
1: No, I think that's the...
0: Bro, I'm positive. Oh, yeah, that nigga name
1: is Dio. Like, yeah. from JoJo. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah, Vic Joseph, he got some things, bro. yeah, He dude legit got good. some things, G. It reminds me of a young Michael Cole. He got some things, G. Uh, he was such a uh, like a breath of fresh air when I heard him for the first time on Raw. And the way he commentated. And I think, I honestly think, when Vincent, man, heard that, he was like, yeah, he's gonna be on our raw commentating team. And shout out to Bro on 205 Live, too. Black folks, Dio? Yeah. Never would have thought that. Like, shout out to Bro. Yeah.
0: Like, we
1: do Black History Month, we shout you out, dog. Oh, definitely,
0: G. Oh, God. If, if anything, if you oh, listening, God.
1: if you're listening,
0: come on through, G. Come on through. Oh, God. So.
1: Hey, Tell bro. us about your journey to become a god darn WWE. Not just 205 Live. A WWE god commentator. Exactly. So, I don't
0: know. So yeah. Shout out to you, G. So, and then they added Jerry Lawler. And at first, I was one of those people who was like, Jerry Lawler? Fuck why? Like, I'm, I'm good on it. Like, this was legit me. No! I was good on it. Yes.
1: So, but...
0: it. But when you think about it, like, even though Vic Joseph and probably Dio Maddick could do what do bad by themselves, you kind of want Jerry Lawler to be there as a veteran presence to kind of like be a mentor to more like Dio because he's still kind of fresh to it all to like the commentating thing. And I think over time, Jerry Lawler, they may literally replace Jerry Lawler for somebody else. Like, I've heard people, uh, Say Sean Michaels would be a great person to put if they want to have, uh, so if they want to do the three man thing. Put Jerry Lawler there. Hell, put Booker T there. Depending if what how uh, what he does with uh the WWE backstage thing, because he might be one of those people part of it. Um, so it's other people you could think of. Hell, put forgive um, uh, black folks. Byron Saxton, put him back. Mm-hmm. So it's options at least. So so shout out to uh. So shout out to Raw pretty much looking like it's going to be still going to have a solid announced team. It's going to be interesting to see how they grow. Over time I yes. just I'm just looking forward to Jerry Lawler getting X
1: out cuz I'm tired yeah. of it. It's also kind of crazy that it's going to be kind of hard to see Raw at yeah. the B set The 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 B show. Really really crazy. I don't know if Vince man going to let that happen, but yeah. It, it's like, it's going to be, I think it's going to be more like
0: 1A, 1B. They're go, both going to be equal, but you're putting, especially immediately, more of your resources into SmackDown because guess what? Fox mm. is easy to get to. That you, You're getting low like, even if niggas don't have cable, you can get access to Fox. You It's channel 32 on the antenna. Yeah. So. Definitely. So you, so you, regardless, you kind of gonna get that. Well, I've been seeing these niggas get promoted on goddamn uh, during the uh, football games all goddamn uh, since week one. Boxing last night too. And boxing last
1: night, yeah. They're popping up on base. Bron Stromer
0: was on a freaking baseball game talking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he was. Um, during I think he uh, introduced somebody. Yeah, I'm he was talking sure. about
0: his dad used to play baseball and how Bron. I don't know how
1: Braun Strowman used to freaking play baseball. G, that's a huge nigga. G, that's not somebody I'm saying out to. By the way, but yeah, go good, good run. dog. "Yeah, G, G that's a ball. Go ahead, G. <laughs> that's a ball. Go."
0: Even did, but uh, but yeah, shop like I, like the random appearances from like random stars that on. Uh, sports stuff is really good and i wouldn't be shocked like this week alone we're probably about to see a lot of random guests probably on uh and what's what's undefeated that's skip bayless shows undisputed and or undefeated whatever the hell it's called i think it's undisputed so i wouldn't be shocked if you see a random star every day this week on there um like See, baseball playoffs is about to start, I think, this upcoming week. You're going to see some uh, stars on there. You're going to – they're going to – the ads is going to go all along like crazy. I was at work all day, so I wasn't sure who – if they – if uh, any wrestlers popped up during any of the football games uh, today. But and I, I'm going to check Twitter to be sure. But still, they're about to go gun cold this week, so – Shout out to them throwing a the bag into it. So, like, mm. yeah, it's, it's going to be, both going to be A-shows, but it's going to be, one, like, A-1, A-2 than anything. And you have enough talent where it's, like, they both can be A-shows as long as you evenly distribute the talent. So, that's why I'm glad the draft is happening. Because that way you can properly distribute your talent where it needs to be placed. So, yeah, like, it's all good. Um, But, let's talk about the supposed rumor that Fox has a, has tried CM Punk out in like some type of wrestling role or something like that. So,
1: yeah, I think it was a backstage thing. Um, and apparently look, I don't look, I'm not believing because apparently it seems like the John Morrison news is, uh, same tune now too. Yeah. I'm not believing anybody. I'm just waiting stuff. Go down. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, crazy, real crazy, 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 crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So apparently they, uh, they uh, what you want to call it? They um. My bad. I'm having a brain fart right now. So apparently news came out that somebody leaked that, CM f- Punk was backstage at Fly Studios, uh, applying for a role for like you know. To be a part of something in WWE. I don't know if it's a part of like that that TV show with Renee Young. I don't know if it's part of like help promoting SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Either way it goes. Just it's it's crazy as having watched the CM Punk years, he's gonna get eyes. Um uh oh uh, um, uh, see. uh and it's cool for the business to see CM Punk back just always felt like there was a hole without CM Punk in wrestling, even though I really don't care if he's there or he's not. Just CM Punk back in general is cool. Also, it's just going to be a huge slap in the face to AEW fans. Because niggas thought he was going to be an all-out. And CM Punk wouldn't know when they're there. He was <laughs> like, gee. And then that uh,
0: he had a contract offer, and he was like, nigga, no. Like, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So, like, um... Yeah, um, it's, uh, uh what's he gonna call this? It? Um, it's cool. Uh, I personally, like I said, if CM Punk said he was done, I believe he was done, so that's why I don't follow the stance. If he's not done, if he, like, legit do a shout out to him, if he's done, then hey, hmm. So, I'm like, you know.
0: if, like I said, it's more of a we'll believe it when we see it type thing. if if punk, triple h and vince man figure something out, so be it. That's great. That's a huge huge W for WWE because CM Punk is kind of like the god to AEW stands. So it's like I'm interested in how they're going to react more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like he's their lord and savior, them niggas. So that's going to be utterly interesting. So uh but yeah so fox on fox is, is wrestling is probably in a really great place right now like in terms of mainstream uh i'm excited for it. like as a long long time wrestling fan it's good to see wrestling just grow like we have pretty much getting wrestling almost every day of the week uh aw even though like they have ways to go. It's good. It's just. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how AEW grows over time. It's good to just see wrestling where it's at right now. So we have. It's good to see overall. Like I'm excited. Um, mm-hmm. Impact is going to be back on TV, even though it's going, going to be on access. So I, I think I have access on sling TV. So Impact's going to be back on TV. I think Ring of Honor. Is too, or something like that. I don't know. But Supposedly, yeah. Yeah, so wrestling is in a really great place. So that's something excited if you are a fan of wrestling as a whole. So we should all be happy no matter what. But unfortunately, when you look at social media, it's not going to be like that. So it is what it is. So let's go ahead and move on to basketball. This just has been an utterly freaking chaotic. You dig? So, uh, we'll do two season previews, but we'll just hit the stuff that's happened the past couple weeks. Um, just the minor stuff first. The Heat have extended Coach Eric Spolstra, uh long-term. They didn't give the details yet. So, pretty much sound like he's going to retire as the Heat's head coach. Uh, so, shout out to Coach Spo; He deserves it. One of the best coaches in the league. Pat Riley, give him some uh, damn talent. Thank you.
1: Our top three. This you know, Pop and then him and Doc fighting for second. Yeah. That's like facts. Uh, awesome yeah. coach. Really Shout out to Pop Riley for putting a pistol to the nigga head and said, You're not going to the Lakers. you boys going to eventually get fired. You <laughs> ain't going nowhere, fam. <laughs> oh, man. I, literally, you, you got to remember, Pat Riley's the mob.
0: So, shit. Like, for him, it was like, nigga, you going to sign this contract now now he's like alright say less so shout out to Coach Bo, man. Uh, pretty much people players superstars actual superstars are confirming that they're gonna they're committing to uh, playing in the Olympics ne- next year LeBron has confirmed Harden has confirmed Draymond and Steph has confirmed and also I believe Dame has confirmed as well that they're gonna be playing in the Olympics so shout out to them um and then something really wacky happened last week i guess somebody asked kd on his thoughts of his experience well furthering adding to his thoughts of his time with the warriors pretty much in a short gist of it pretty much was he said nigga i never felt like one of them niggas they uh, and felt like an outcast. Pretty much the normal KD hoopla, but the main thing he said that stood out the most to me, which is comical, extremely comical, was when he said, "Yo, that motion-based offense stuff didn't work once we got to the conference finals and, and passed that because niggas wasn't going." And mm. it's comical as hell that he said that, and in a way, is he lying? no, but
1: and yes at the same time. Yeah, I'm going to say yes at the same time. Because yeah. I don't know, you really can't say if it didn't work because literally the, the Warriors came in, that thing battered. So everybody lost So that. Because they it's not like, bro, I'm going to keep it completely honest with you and I'm sorry Toronto fans, dog. But if that Warriors team was 100%, Toronto went not getting past four games. I don't care if Kawhi was 100% either. That Warriors team was going to watch them. KD already did it, and he freaking tore his Achilles. I don't – it's not that I'm not saying I don't give that people credit because you got to win basketball games of the day. But no matter who was going to be in that finals, it could have been Philly, it could have been God darn Milwaukee, it could have been the Rockets, it could have been anybody. Dog. The Warriors was going to be So I don't believe that. Look, I know KD's a basketball player. He says this, he says that. I also think it's KD, and he'll tell you himself, he's extremely, like, sensitive. So, some of that stuff that comes out of his mouth is just, you know, out of emotion. Um, I don't, that offense worked for them when they won two chips beforehand, so. Well, one.
0: Well, no, they won two. No, they won one. then LeBron uh, and Kyrie did their thing. Draymond yeah, and called then they KD, won two they after won two. that. When yeah, they won two the... with KD. So they won one yeah. before him.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying the most the, the, uh, the that offense won when he got those two reads.
0: What oh, type of yeah. offense
1: won that? Oh,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. Now I get what you're saying then, yeah.
1: Right, like, because it was extremely mostly basic. Because I think, Curry, I mean, Curry probably averaged like 26 points while KD averaged 30 something. So, like, that ball was moving. And um, while Clay still averaging the points he had in, 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 Clay uh, was still in Draymond. You said Clay average 20. <laughs> Clay was still exactly. 20.
0: Out, not 20. Playoff time, his numbers dropped points wise drastically yeah, in those really. two
1: years. But Well, he still puts in the work that he needs to put in. Yeah. I, that's why I say I can't I believe it. But also, I to a point, I understand. I think, and it showed that come times, it needed to be a time where KD will be like, I'm KD and I have to win them in the game. And. They couldn't do that in the final, so they lost. I, and I don't think Curry is that type of player to be like, I'm Stefan Curry and I'm about to win this game. Even though he did it before, I don't think that's a guarantee give the ball to Curry hand. And he goes he's, his offense relied on a, 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 a freaking ball going in a hoop at a forty percent clip. So if you know what I mean by that, like his offense is based on him shooting a freaking three. And um, or getting to the line, or hitting them floaters. You know the way playoff rules and stuff and stuff like that. So it was weird, man. But I don't even care what KD said. Kyrie said some simp stuff. Okay. Oh, we're going. Oh,
0: that's going to media day, bro. (laughs)
1: That's
0: going to media day,
1: bro. (laughs) Bro, Kyrie said the most. Like, nigga, what? Kyrie whole little interview. I'm like, bro. Man, dude, I'm kind of getting hurt with this more and more. Man, dude, I was sticking up for Kyrie. I say he was the second best point guard in the league. I take that back. He's Damian Little now. <laughs> the ball. Like, duh. I might name is. One Kyrie thing, I'm not even going to talk about the reason why he said he left Boston, right? Don't care. But what he said, how he's going to protect KD, like he big brother in KD. Like nigga, what, bro? You left because LeBron was big
0: brother in you, my nigga. <laughs> you left LeBron because he was big brother in you, G.
1: Yo, he said he was gonna. He said that one KD knew he wasn't supposed to be out there in that environment. They knew, like, dog. KD a grown man, and this is the thing I saw on Twitter. And I, I and so you mean to tell me KD a peon because he they made him do that? No. He didn't want to go out there and prove his legacy. There's a reason Bob Myers was crying. There's a legit reason for it. Because he yet, knew he should have been out there. I think it was dumb. I, do, I think it was the dumbest move to have KD out there. You probably would still have KD on the waters in that case. Or you wouldn't, you know... So, so I don't
0: know. He wouldn't have if brushed his decision, I would say. Let's yeah. put it that way.
1: And was that even an elimination game?
0: No. Well... No, he, it, they were up. So you could have. You could have. No, no, they were, the 3-1. they were down three one. They were down three one. KD oh, played. Yeah. They and KD died. They won the game in spite, but KD's eleven points made the hell of a difference. Let's put that Man,
1: way. Made hell of a difference. But um, yeah, like it just made it just that. That's the shit that made no sense. But nigga. I don't think you knew before that game. and The video was borrowed. The nigga crip walked in the hallway on a bomb Achilles. So ain't no caught dog. Is is the Warriors' fault? Legit, sixty percent of that goes on KD. And I just I could I was like this nigga trash dog, and I hate Warrior fans. Like some of them niggas are the most.
0: Warrior fans are trash. Just put it Especially, like that. Hey, look, a speaking of Warriors, let me just get this nigga some bars real quick. That urko 9 nigga, G, on Twitter, G, is probably one of the most dick sucking Steph Curry fans I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Was, I he, think sucking that off n- the, was he sucking out the
1: Curry top
0: 10 and Kobe like top 15? Yeah. The like, G, oh, like, that nigga goes out his way to literally justify Steph Curry being in Kobe LeBron territory. Or even like better than Magic Territory. I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Damn. Like, gee. The man is married. He gets sucked off already. Let him be. Damn. That's all I gotta say about that dude. Yeah,
1: um yeah, it was just this the way Williams fans like I don't like him, but I agree with him on a sense of like, dog. He didn't go. Ahead. He didn't have to come out there and play. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, Joe, this whole work is stupid. By the way, I'm just, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. Yo, LA fans booed Kawhi at the uh, Rams game. Damn. Uh, they also. Paul George also got booed. Um, at a boxing
0: dude. Bro, all I'm going to say is that just proves that L.A. is still a Lakers town, G. (laughs) It
1: just proves how much is a Lakers town, G. That's crazy. Yeah, but what else happened on media day? Um, A lot, actually, with teams. Mostly, it was honestly mostly Brooklyn and L.A. times, dog. I honestly, I don't remember anything else. Did even Pelicans have their many a Day yet? That's another uh, I of one I think
0: pretty much theirs is like a lot of teams is going to be on Monday. Like over the weekend, it was strictly the Lakers, Brooklyn, the Rockets. Um, Rockets was a good
1: one.
0: Yeah, the Rockets was really good. Um, and the Pacers was mixed in there. Oh, Pretty much all the Deep will say, I don't know when I'm coming back, G. They might not make the playoffs, <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny. Like, I feel bad, because, like, gee, like, I was like, oh, okay, the pace is, okay, let me just mix it up. And then see, Ella Depot was like, yeah, I'm I'm not sure when I'm coming back. I'm like, gee, what the hell is wrong with your leg, gee? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on.
1: Hold on. I'm just about to, look, hello, bro. let y'all know I'm in college right now, and I'm about to self-advocate for myself. I'm not doing chapter six flat. I'll take the L on that homework because I can't put this in... Like, the stuff that's explaining, I cannot put this in PowerPoint form, dog. Like, this is going word for word of how to create a goddard... A, I mean, a, a Microsoft Excel darn thing and analyzing data and stuff like that, dog. I can't put this in a PowerPoint. It would be 50 slides. I'm not doing it. I'm about to email this teacher. And I don't care what comes on. I'm about to email my partner when I'm doing it, too. Because this is this is dead. a continue, Chris.
0: But yeah, uh... Yeah, so... Um, prayers for Oladipo G prayers for my mans G like lord find Pastor Mark sure. find Pastor Mark y'all might find some bond and buy Africa or uh, something like that talk about that which will lead to some very more his, his anointing on you is going to become more personal so hey um find Pastor Mark sure. Victor, please Like I will send him to you if need be so just give us the word um but yeah um the uh rockets one was really good um russ seems happy to be there of course uh one thing i uh i've heard that Dan Tony said that he's going to stagger westbrook and harden's minutes i think that's smart what? like stagger so they like they're going to start games together but start like start the game start the halftime and end the games together but don't expect to see them on the court all the time together i think that's right yeah that's smart because, like, that way they both be able to do what they got to do. And I think even, I think compared to, like, with Harden and Chris Paul, where I feel like in a the way they're, they have a, they both have a similar way of how they iso, I think with Harden and Russ, it's going to be more unique when, like, yeah, when both of them on the floor is going to be a problem. But even then, like, Harden iso ball is different than Russ iso ball. Like Russ is gonna pretty much be full force. We're gonna run, god damn it, and you better find your ass open in the corner if uh if this big nigga and two these other two niggas double team me in the paint. So mm-hmm. while Harden's like, I'm gonna slow it down, dribble, dribble, dribble. Oh, you open? Alright, cool. Dribble dribble dribble. Oh, you still open. Step back three. <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting that like with how that goes with them. Um Let's see, and then, of course, oh, KD said something really, like, he said that what settled it was him watching interviews of the Nets coach on
1: YouTube.
0: Huh? Yeah, and the nigga said, yeah, what what was the main determinant factor was because pretty much Kyrie said, yeah, we're going to Brooklyn. KD was like, alright, cool, and KD was like, let me look this nigga up on YouTube. He found some interviews him talking basketball. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna play basketball for this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are some weird ass niggas, G.
1: No, they, I think they match made in heaven,
0: by the way. Yeah, they're they're yeah, match made in heaven. Like they, they're like, they're just some weird niggas. They're not even like, they're just weird. Great basketball mm-hmm. players, but just weird. So I get why they get along, like. Literally, the Illumina 4 10 4 uh,
1: dynamic duo right there. But this uh, is the thing I'm like, if you love the big brother thing with LeBron, you're not going to be the best player on the court with a bump Achilles KD dog. You're not, you're not. He just had the game in which that KD, in, I mean, that Achilles injury is not going to affect him like the same way it didn't affect who was it, Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, or was it the other guy? Dom- okay. it was Dominique. Yeah, yeah. So like, no, actually, Dominique got better. The nigga so, literally so dropped thirty. If that's the case, I'm honestly he scared. Came
0: back. What'd you 30. say? Thirty. The nigga dropped thirty. And he was kind of exiting his prime at that point. So like, it
1: all it all depends. I'm gonna be on this email this teacher right now. Um... Yeah. But um yeah man, like it was it. Yeah. Um
0: uh let's go ahead and talk about the Lakers media day. Uh pretty much it was the LeBron A D suck off, pretty much. Uh the sad news is that Kuzma uh isn't cleared to practice yet because of a foot fract like not, not foot fracture, but uh foot stress fracture, whatever the hell that is. Well, I, was, I know what it is, but stress reaction to his foot, which he's been dealing with, which is why he didn't play for Team USA uh, once FIBA started, um, which he's still dealing with. He hasn't been cleared. Uh, he, I, But I think they, they're expecting him to be back by the start of the season, so that's something to be hopeful there because I feel like mm-hmm. Kuzma is honestly the biggest X-Factor on his team. Easily now, especially as Boogie's not there, Like he's Kuzma could easily give you between fifteen and some nights thirty, and depending, you want every amount of that fifteen and thirty. So I will. Ho- I hope Kuzma gets better, but um, but yeah, overall, the LeBron and AD pretty much was the talk for the Lakers media day. Nothing we really don't know. Um, in regards to that, um, pretty much they, uh, somebody said that they had a lot of say on who was picked in a roster, um, and all of that, um, they still haven't solidified a starting lineup, of course. Um, so nothing really much to say there. Um, Dwight Howard really looks like a zesty weirdo nigga. Um Dang, G-
1: come on, man
0: Look man, he just kinda do. <laughs> like gee. Like he looks like at the he looks like he works at Pizza Hut. No shade. Like Dwight like I believe Dwight's gonna have a great season. I do too. So like Dwight is another very important player on this team, so but overall like Lakers Media Day was cool, of course. Um the Heat also had their media day, but I don't give a damn, honestly. Like, do I really want to freaking care about what Jimmy has to say besides saying D-Way brought me here? um, But, yeah, so. And the Clippers had theirs, but I really didn't see no clips, major clips. I checked Hoops and Brews because they covered it. And I thought they would probably get some quotes mm-hmm. off, but I didn't even see nothing off them. So, shout out to them for getting that media day coverage because that's really good. Yeah. Like, shout to them, Chicago Bulls. Please, please, please. That is all. Um, but yeah, so we'll follow that dream eventually. But uh, but yeah, so we'll have more stuff over. Like, training camp starts pretty much this week. So um, yeah, pre-season. I think the Lakers
1: got some practice in. I see. Yeah, they
0: already started there. The so, Rockets,
1: so. the Rockets did too. I yeah. a video going around James Harden abusing one of his teammates. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga's scary, dog. Gee, I would hate to have to defend that man in practice. It's like
0: you could it's like gee, you can't defend that man traditionally. You can't. So it's like you said, like how do I defend this? And then you thinking, oh, how I defend him in practice, I could use against other people. You can't. <laughs> Cause he's not normal, but I think the Rock is open the preseason because they play the Shanghai Sharks. Um, today. Wait, when is that? September 30th. So tomorrow. So this episode will be out by Monday night. So. So yeah, so Rock is actually open in preseason, and then the next preseason game isn't until October 4th, where we get actually we may actually see Houston and the Clippers uh go against each other. That's the only major one. So Shout out to the Rock is actually giving some interesting as of uh, preseason games. So yeah. And then the Lakers Ooh. and Warriors n- next Saturday. So oh, so that's so we getting some decent preseason games. Like we at least gonna see like at least unlike football, we at least gonna Ooh. see the stars play the first five minutes. At least in these first preseason games. And after that it's like alright, chill. And even then they don't go all out. So, but uh, that'll be. But the Rockets and Shanghai Sharks. Do they have who plays for the Shanghai Sharks? I'm just curious. No, they don't know who plays for the Knicks. I was hoping to see freaking Jimmer Fredette or some crap. Um, but yeah. So preseason basketball starts this week, man. Basketball season's fast approaching. Like, definitely excited for it. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and go into our season previews. Uh, we're going to go over the Atlantic division and also the Southwest division to make up for uh, not doing an episode this uh, past week. So let's start off with the Atlantic division. This is the most stacked division in basketball. Like we did the Pacific that stacked, but um, every team in this mm-hmm. comp- in this division outside the New York Knicks can make, will make the playoffs. So we have the Raptors, Philly, the Knicks, Brooklyn and the Celtics. Let's just go ahead and talk about the goddamn New York Knicks. Um yeah. <laughs> Come on, G. like, it's something to talk about. G. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Knicks pretty much had a very loud, but also like, it was a lot. It's like, okay, how can I you what's the perfect analogy of their offseason? It was loud, but it was like, all right, nigga.
1: Hmm. Can't think of uh, It was kind of like... um, hmm. Thought you was getting Zion, KD, and anybody else. Hey. Realized you wasn't getting Zion, KD, and anybody else. Settle for Julius Randle. Kevin Knox is not that great. You didn't get AD either. Um, you got Marcus Morris. Yeah. Mark is more. Yeah. You
0: got Todd Gibson.
1: You got Wayne Ellington.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Porter, as you mentioned him already. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Reggie Bullock. And Reggie Bullock August. supposedly doesn't have a has, has having spinal problems. Prayers to you, G. But so you kinda have damaged goods, unfortunately. Um but yeah, uh the moral of this season should be RJ Barrett should take 20 shots a game and let him be great. That should be the moral yeah. of this season altogether. Like, let RJ Barrett hoop. And honestly, getting all these damn veterans is disrespectful to Mitchell Robinson and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. And honestly, it's not help helping Kevin Knox at all. Like you added these like you added these niggas who play similar positions to young guys who should be the future of your team. So yeah, like I don't know. But um it's gonna be fun to see RJ Barrett play this season. I'm looking forward to him being great. He's my he's I kinda he's my early favorite doing rookie of the year right now. If they let him play and do whatever the hell he wants. That should be like the Knicks should have went to this offseason like, okay, we got RJ Barrett. Let's play however the hell we let him do what the fuck he want. But they said let's add Julius Randle who loves stat pad, and uh Marcus Morris, who also likes the stat pad. Makes no sense. Uh but yeah, so nothing to really talk about the Knicks. They probably gonna be easily last place in their division. Um and let's see. Who <laughs> Will they be the worst team in the East? The Charlotte Hornets exist, so they won't be the worst team. They'll probably be one of the top three worst teams in the East, though.
1: Easily, yeah, yeah. Uh, this next season, is dedicated called Tank for Lamelo Ball. Yep,
0: Tank for little uh big baller Brangie. So do what you got to do. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Boston. Um, Boston pretty much replaced Kyrie Irving for, uh, Kimball Walker. Uh, they had three important pieces of, no, four of their core players, part of Team USA, and they led us to seventh, uh, seventh place in the world.
1: How do my dog hear my big brother? Hold on. C-Mac just not getting to the crib? Yeah, you know how it is, Nothing.
0: I just turned everything off. Hmm. I'm doing a podcast right now, so be quiet. Mm. I'll turn the hotspot on for you. But yeah, um, um, but yeah, 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 so, yeah, the Celtics overall, pretty much they bring. They have the similar team. They got Kimba, They got uh. They added Kimba, They added Ennis Cantor, Um.
1: Man, somebody else works a damn. Yeah, in his cancer, like, top five clowns of all time for kissing a New York Knicks symbol, and then you're not New York Knicks no more. I, man, I honestly hope he retires a Celtic dog, like, real talk. Because even though I just called him a top five clown of all time, it is really sad that these teams just treat this nigga as a piece. And he'd be so loyal to him, dog. And he's he'd be solid.
0: Yeah. But, look. My, my only problem is I just hope Enos Cantor prospers here because them Boston's fans are some of the most evil monks on earth. They might actually yeah, try no to de- send that man to get, go to prison. You got to remember man, that man is kind of... Here, like, here,
1: here goes a free, t- uh, free ticket to Hawaii. Man ends up in Turkey.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're that goddamn evil and racist in Boston. So mm-hmm. prayers to Enos Cantor, G. Like, but uh, the Celtics team... They're gonna be. They're gonna make the playoffs, of course. I just don't think they're gonna be as good as once thought. You think they're making the playoffs? Yeah, they're making the playoffs. Gee, you can't fall off that bad. <laughs> they, ha- they have. They. W- Gee, you, they. They. You literally have I the same. Get, they got rid
1: of Terry Rogier, so they kind of straight.
0: Yeah. So you. You pretty much got rid of your two ball-stopping egomaniacs of Kyrie and uh, Rogier. Kemba is more of a. Kimball Kimber comes off more like he is going to follow Brad Stevens' offense the way that Isaiah Thomas did. So, with that being stated, the offense is going to flow. It's just going to be more the fact that now that the uh, Jalen Brown said that he wants $170 million. By the way, this was Danny Ainge when he said that.
1: What you saying? What you saying to him? Say to
0: And Jalen Brown said $170 million. And then this happened.
1: He <laughs> better get to violating. He better stalk shorty every move. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna violate that man? Like, gee, like oh the fuck, man? Jalen Brown, you don't deserve one hundred seventy million dollars. <laughs> gee, You don't. Not at all. You you deserve a nice four year eighty million dollars. That's do the maths. That's twenty mil. That's twenty mil a season. But one hundred seventy million dollars. Let's do some quick maths real quick. So. 5 years, $170 million. That's $34 million.
1: Stop! Don't do this shit. Don't do this shit. Don't don't do this shit.
0: Continue. No. 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 So, uh I wouldn't be shocked depending on how this season starts cuz I think they will start off well, but I think they're going to have a little moment when Jalen Brown realizing he's not going to get paid. They may try to trade him. And if you do one thing, I feel like they're really missing on this team because in a way, Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward plays the same position. So this helps Gordon Hayward as well. And you still have, you're stuck with Gordon Hayward for another three years and he has a max contract. You ain't getting rid of it, but Danny Ainge being the wizard that he is when it comes to storing draft picks. He's going to stack up on draft picks again. He's going to be like, hey, I have Gordon Hayward still. TikTok. Oh, Jalen Brown, you want hundred seventy million million? Guess what? I'm not giving it to you. I hold my nuggets. I'm flipping you to get me a power forward because you actually need a legit power forward. I don't know. I can't think of anybody off the top. Of my- God damn it. Kevin Love might be available. I just thought of Kevin Love Kevin Love popped up in my head but that would be a horrible freaking uh, front court of Kevin Love and Enos Cantor on defense that just screams barbecue chicken and violating but if I'm going to sit there and just take a max contract I might as well take Kevin Love's max contract and Cleveland will will probably don't mind paying Jalen Brown that money because you need some young pieces for the future so if I'm Danny Ainge, yeah, I'll call Cleveland. You want Kevin Love? Here, take him. Please. Adios. Bye. Hell, I'll take Tristan Thompson's contract. For Jalen Brown. Like you kind of need a power forward. You could so I'll look into Kevin Love. I'll call Cleveland. Um Hell, I'll call the Magic. Hey, want Aaron Gordon? I'll take Aaron Gordon. You could play Jonathan Isaac at the power forward. That nigga's <laughs> 6'11. All you got to do is bulk up. Like, it's a small ball league. So it's was like, hey, help might help Jonathan Isaac out. We'll take Aaron Gordon's contract. It's not that bad. So, hey, yeah, I don't even think Jalen Brown's better than Aaron Gordon. <sighs> Aaron Gordon has a bundle of a contract.
1: Yeah,
0: they're about about equal in terms of like where they at. Sure. Yeah, but um, the Celtics overall. Before before I go too much on a tangent, uh, they'll be a top six seed in the East, maybe top five, at their very best. But I wouldn't be shocked. You know how Danny Ainge is. Wow, listening
1: to this. You seen that video on Twitter when dude was riding the car saying, happily single? Yeah. He was riding the car, and the man like, he was about to cry. That's Denny Ainge when he looked at the roster every single time. He just yeah, man, we're going to make it to the playoffs. Go ahead and let it out, Danny Ainge, man. Go ahead and park that car and let it out. You should have traded for Anthony Davis. <laughs> should have tried the fancy things. He took the one year rental. <laughs> he should have took
0: the one year rental. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this like I said, they're going to make the playoffs. Like they like it's the, you 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 downgraded slightly from Kyrie to Kimba, but Kimba fits the might fit, should fit the offense more. It's just it's, I, the most important player is going to be Jason Tatum. He has to step up. Jason Tatum has to average twenty this year. He has to average 20 this year. He has no excuse. Because there's some people who believe Brandon Ingram is better than Jason Tatum. Or at least they're on equal grounds. It's just Jason Tatum's on the Celtics and has success. So, um, Tatum has to look good. Uh, but uh, Gordon Hayward just has to at least show flashes of Utah Jazz. Gordon Hayward and the white people in Boston will love him. But uh, Jason Tatum is probably the most important guy. He has to play at an all-star level. If he, Jason Tatum's at an all-star level, they might be a top three team in the East.
1: Yeah. So, but wait, no, hell no. Kimber can't play defense. Jason Tatum is not going to be like that. Jalen Brown is in his candidate at starting center. Gordon Hayward is white. Nigga, they are top <laughs> five team at best. And
0: everything cl- clicking. That's just me being optimistic, G. Like, I, that's why I said Jason Tatum has to play at an all-star level. And they could be a top three seed. Could. So Jason Tatum is probably averaging like 20. I'll give him like... If, if Jason Tatum averages 21, six rebounds and three assists, while also... Being the second best perimeter defender. Because Marcus Smart is going to be their best perimeter. Probably their best defender. Then. They should be a really. Good team in the East. Should. Keyword is should. But. I Jason Tatum. Has to prove me wrong. He has to prove me wrong. So. That's all I got to say in regards to that. Like, they they range from top three to top six seed in the East for me right now. That's all I got to say in regards to them niggas. Yeah. Yep, so. And plus, I really don't need to try to fake root for the uh, Celtics because Kyrie isn't there no more. So, um, let's move on to Brooklyn. So, we already slightly talked about Brooklyn, um. Because they're media day, but uh, Brooklyn pretty much went through a little makeover change. They turned uh, D'Angelo Russell into Kyrie Irvin and Kevin Durant, technically,
1: and DeAndre um, Jordan
0: and DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> so they turned the already solid team, the already solid team into a really like a good team in my eyes. Just looking at the roster, I like the roster lineup, like the role players that they have because pretty much this team is going to be at their best when KD comes back. But for a team that's built around Kyrie, I would say that everybody knows their role. Everybody's comfortable in their role. So, which makes Kyrie's life a little more easier. It makes him be able to be Kyrie without having to be awkward about it and stuff like that. Cause I was the problem with Boston last year was niggas egos, They couldn't let go of their egos. So, um, but pretty much this season is going to be the Kyrie and Karis LeVert show. Um, I expect Kyrie to be at an all-star level. Brooklyn is another team. They're like Boston. They can be, they could possibly be a top three seed if things go perfect. Perfect. Which is, once again, Karis LeVert playing at an all-star level, which he was playing before his leg snapped off his goddamn foot and, uh, Going, uh, Mm -hmm. Because he was on the verge of being an all-star, but they gave it to D'Lo. Because D'Lo kept them afloat. But Karras Levert was their best player in the playoffs. And I think he averaged over 20 against Philly. So that means while having Jimmy Butler and or Ben Simmons and or Tobias Harris defending him, he still was giving out 20. Which is pretty damn good coming off injury. So, but they have a really good team. I like who uh like everything they have. Um that unfortunately Wilson Chandler dumbass did steroids and I don't know how dumb can you be to do steroids in the NBA. So uh so <laughs> like bro. <laughs> Nigga, you, <laughs> you six
1: something. He's already, six nine two hundred and twenty five already... pounds. What'd you say?
0: He's six nine two hundred and twenty five pounds. Dog, man. what you do right you need to do at hats already, and drugs? Boy? You
1: ain't need to do
0: that. Like, gee like come on man come on so, but um but yeah I like their team like Jared Allen and uh Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan being your centers is scary because no matter what it's a rump protector on the court no matter what and Jared Allen even though I I hope they kind of start Jared Allen over DeAndre Jordan let DeAndre Jordan be the center for the bench uh but Jared Allen is only going to get better because you're learn. You have you're learning from freaking a former defensive player of the year. That's a blessing in itself. So, like, I really like their team. Like, they can be if everything goes perfectly well. They can be a top uh three seed if perfect. Keyword is perfect. It, but they should be a top five seed easily. Top five. Like I, I like their roster construct and I'm a bit Karis Levert guy. And Spencer yeah. Dinwiddie might win defense uh six man of the year. If again No, he no, he was in contention. He ain't never won it? No. Nah. He should have won I'm it sure. that one year, uh the not last year, but the year before that he should have won. But I think it was because they didn't make the playoffs, so you know how that go. But he'll be yeah. in contention to uh be in that battle. Gee, I didn't know. Spencer you think Fred Van Venter be in that?
1: Wait, Van Fleet Did he
0: win one? No, he was in conversation this year, but I don't think he won. I forgot who won this year, but I think Lou Will won again. That's why, yeah, Lou Will won again.
1: Uh, Lou will always win
0: these things. Yeah, this year that's dead and gone. Like KD, I mean, uh, Paul George taking most of his shots.
1: Um, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, we're gonna be like, this is totally different. is exactly. eleven points again. <laughs> <be
0: like>, <laughs> yeah, average fight Look, uh, probably like fifteen. But <laughs> um I didn't know Spencer Denley was six six. I thought he was he he looks like he's 6'3". Oh yeah, another thing, uh the NBA announced that later they want teams to be honest about niggas' heights and weight. So um we may actually learn that LeBron is six ten and two hundred and
1: eighty five pounds. I mean, Don Man. Maker is just seven foot, I'm thirty four, yo. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but yeah, so
0: yeah, I like Brooklyn's team. You could go ahead and talk about them if you like.
1: Nah, huh. right. yeah. But when KD get on there, they Woo! win <laughs> forty ball. Yeah,
0: forty it? ball. <laughs>
1: Ball. Let KD come back and he's like, the so they ball. just got a, uh-huh. they just got a legit, they just legit got a, um, that, um, uh, whatchamacallit, <coughs> not bad, I hate white people on of they just legit got a, um, uh, just wait for KD to come back, and then just so they're confident, this is also going to show if, uh, KD's an alpha, or a beta if he's not if he's a I mean not KD Kyrie's alpha or a beta if he's a beta then that means this team sucks with him being a star and Karris Avert can get no points or Spencer Dinwiddie he can't be the way he is he actually hindered them and it proves that Boston was right in which it was that they fought or Kyrie proved that Boston literally is a crap city which I think would be the latter and Kyrie proves that Boston is literally a crap city so I don't know I'm hoping for Boston because I had a whole argument at school. I mean, I'm hoping for Kyrie because I had a whole argument at school on why Kyrie's second best. And this nigga was giving me straight facts of why Dane is better than him. And I low key hopping on that side after that goddamn press conference stuff, dog. So, um. <laughs> It'd be that way. All right. I, I honestly don't still. Wait, like, what was the explanation of why he left Boston?
0: I forgot. Like, it, it was like, I was just so over him in the Boston thing. I was like, I forgot.
1: Yeah. So, oh, well. hope them niggas do good, though.
0: Yeah. They they should be a top five team in the East. What do you um, got in the bag, bro? Next is Toronto Raptors, the NBA champions. Um, Toronto is probably the most inter- interesting case that. in the whole league. Because Kawhi Leonard's not there no more. But they turned Kawhi Leonard into Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Stanley Johnson. <laughs> uh,
1: them niggas going to walk into Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi going to drop 80 on them niggas, dawg. <laughs> well, no. That nigga, OG, I don't know if he got some good defense. But that's what they all say until Kawhi drop 40 on them niggas, dog. Ugh. Oh no, man! I don't. Think, I think the Raptors are quality six or seven seed. Yeah, I'm like that. Man.
0: Yeah, I, um, I'm not mad at that. I'm
1: I'm not um, mad at it. Like, um, that one championship is gonna be like Dallas is one championship, in which it is never gonna be the same after that. Yeah. Like never. Yeah. Um. Um.
0: Okay. yeah, six, seven seed. Um, maybe top five. Like I know I'm saying top five for a lot of teams right now, but. The way that this Raptors team is constructed, they were already a good defensive team. Like Ka- it's just Kawhi just boosted it to like god tier levels. But um, you're getting a healthy OG Anovi. They're freaking high on this nigga. Like um, him so, and Pascal they high on. Yeah. So like that's their young core. Regardless, like if that's just say they things go horrible. <laughs> You sit there and be like, all right, Pascal and OG Anobi, untouchable. Everybody else on this goddamn roster, take, take them, please. So, but that's worst case scenario. I don't think they'll miss out on the playoffs. Like, this team is, like, they have too much veteran leadership where they will miss the playoffs. Where it's like, I don't think Marcus Saul, Sergi Baca, Kyle Lowry's gonna let that slide, especially to especially Kyle Lowry. He has too much love for Toronto to kind of fail the city like that. So Kyle Lowry's still gonna have an all star season, I believe. Like he's gonna get voted in by the coaches, of course. Coaches love voting in Kyle Lowry. So Got um, to man. So Oh, and just to kind of show how much 2K believes in the Raptors Kyle Lowry's averaging freaking twenty and ten in my my career.
1: That boy, that boy Kyle Lowry trying to uh, move his way into the Goddard MVP levels, geez. First so, team, uh, NBA. I swear. <gasps> but, but, um, I just, t- yeah, I agree. Seed, um, like that statement, uh, I think Marcus Saul is also having, he's coming up one of the best years of coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think, I think he's gonna come back, you know, happy. Yeah, I don't think Serge Ibaka finished
0: the season. Yeah, if, if, if Toronto wanted to make a move where it's like, because I think it's just more like they need a legit scoring option. Cough, cough. Hey, call Melo. Let him come off your bench. Um, Ibaka may be the one to go. Yeah, no,
1: he's definitely, I don't know who they trade him yeah, uh, I think look. most teams are set, though. I think this yeah. is gonna be the record for the lowest amount of trades in the NBA, unless the West working up. So that's the only team I can see that's like is yeah. either really, really gonna work or not. Yeah, and there are more. You have no pull the trigger. On. Yep, he did it on Jack. He did it on Chris. Yep, but uh, I don't know. I just don't see. Um, Cause the, I, I do think. Every team is kind of set, okay. unless for all like the straggling teams that won't make it to the playoffs, they might be making trades. But as for the contenders, I don't really. Do you see like anybody really getting traded? I know I said I don't see Sergio up making it to the end of the season. But now looking, looking deep, I mean, looking and thinking about it, like who trades who.
0: I'm a, This is a good segue to go talk about Philly. Philly's yeah. honestly the only team where if this we gonna everybody on the court is at least six six thing fails, yeah. either Tobias Harris or Al Horford is going to get flipped for a shooter.
1: You keep Al Horford, you got to flip Tobias. You yeah. get a nice three and D play. I don't know. Who to do. Yeah, Tobias yeah.
0: is probably the most expendable, and you could turn Tobias Harris into. Like, not just a 3-and-D guy, but like a 3-and-D guy and maybe somebody who can give you, like, buckets you can rely on or something. What like about that.
1: someone like Demar? I don't see him finishing
0: up. I think Demar, like, we'll get to the Spurs shortly, but I think he'll finish. Like, I think he'll finish there. Like, the Spurs are not the type to do those type of trades in season. Like, like a and, like, the Spurs... Do a good job, like maximizing who they have, and like I'm gonna use the first season of Lamarcus Aldridge was there as an example. Your first season as a Spurs a growing pain. Then after that, things go back to normal. You're back to what you do best. To
1: become like Lamarcus Aldridge, and just get, like Lamarcus Aldridge is one of the best players in the whole entire league. People don't know that. <laughs> Top eight, people power people four don't know how consistently. Good. Gee, people do not know how good he is. Gee, yeah. It is a – 2K don't know how good he is. It is like criminally bad. One of the few players to drop – what was it, more than 50 points last season? Mm. There's only like 10 players to do that. And James Harden did it, you know, most of the time. But, like, it, like the longest oh, – I freaking good. But, no, I know, but we are talking about – Yeah, we'll get to Spurs because um, I, I think yeah. – I was I don't
0: really see teams training. Yeah, it's not... Everybody. Unless it's... Like, it's going to be more like not superstars Oh, this Bradley year. Bill probably gone. Yeah, Bradley Bill's probably the only person, but...
1: If I'm Philly, I'll probably just trade that nigga to buy his hair. And, and you can kinda probably some up. niggas off their bench for and, Bradley
0: Bill. What'd yeah, you say? You could honestly kind of do that straight up to buy his hair for Bradley Bill. You can kind of do that straight up. Yeah,
1: uh, Bradley Bill is what
0: probably... <sighs> Yeah, so... But if I'm Philly, it's not like you really need a superstar because we've seen how this team is on 2K. You kind of just need to add. They're going to be Philly either. It's either you're going to make a move where you turn somebody like Tobias Harris into like two, three players who can help the construction of the team and make everything easier for Embiid, Horford, and Ben Simmons, make their lives on the court easier because Mm – like, when you, like, their bench, especially on 2K, it's like, it's not fun to look at. Let's just put it that way straight up. It's hey, not you know, fun nigga, to look at. Mike Scott's time on that bench, dog. Like, but in terms of, like, when you look at it in basketball ways, yes, Trey Burke is a solid backup point guard. Um,
1: Kyle O'Connor is a wondered, solid man, backup 2K center. Say, 2K say, hey, play with Raul Neto. Exactly. We get that nigga the best. And Mike
0: Scott is is one of the best bench three point shooters in the league in terms of uh, somebody who's stretch four. Mike Scott is literally a freaking 2K arch type nigga from 2K19 of stretch fours. That's who Mike Scott is. When that nigga's hot, that nigga green releases every goddamn thing. You sitting there like, I hate this nigga. But, yeah. um, But I feel like knowing. The fact that at all times either Embiid, either Embiid, Tobias Harris, or Ben Simmons is going to be on the court at all times makes the bench strong. It's just they it's it's room for opportunity. They should be one of the teams you call up, Mellow. Yeah, they're one of the teams. Like I think we made an episode last season where I said Mellow to Philly. They need to be mm-hmm. one of those teams that, that where Mellow is in your contact list, and it's like, and you kind of have the text message drafted on your iPhone. Or JR Smith, yeah, JR Smith, definitely, definitely JR. Like they. Sh- See, you like, might not have to even get rid of Tobias. You just, you just kind of yeah, need to strengthen that bench. Up. Like it's, mm. like you, I'm sure, like they're freaking tight on cap space as is, but gee, veteran minimums ain't hurting much, and then if you. One, and, like, with how open and the wild, wild crazy this season is going to be. Philly is a legitimate contender.
1: Yeah. So, it was like. I think they come out the East regardless.
0: Yeah. Like, they should easily come out the East. It's either them or Milwaukee. And, Milwaukee is solely because of Giannis. But, Philly is the powerhouse favorite. They're my number one team in the East. Easily. Guaranteed. Yep. But if they things don't go strong right away, you look at, like, especially just, like, it's just their bench in terms of just, like, respect and notoriety, you need uh-huh. to get a mellow. You look at a Jr. Smith to be a 3 and D guy. So it was like, hell, look at
1: Iman Shumpert, too. I was just about to say, Shump. yeah,
0: Shumpert is available. Like Shumpert
1: would be Shump, a good help God, to a man. lot of contenders. A lot I mean, of contenders. I think Shump. I would not even. I call Shump. I know L.A. got a crazy amount of guards, but I still call Shump. Even if like the Bradley Bill experiment don't work out.
0: Avery Bradley.
1: Uh, <laughs> Avery Bradley, up me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, yeah,
0: like I like Shump from the crib. So like I give him respect, and plus he gets to smash Tiana Taylor every goddamn day. So respect. So true. Um, but like Shumpert would be somebody like Philly should like they should be in contact with Shumpert, Jr. and Mello. They should be in the context. Hell, you should have a text message drafted saying, "Ag, hey, you want to take this vet minimal? You don't send it, but when it looks like you just need to send it, you hit send." And if I'm Mellow and it's January, I hope is not available till January. Somebody please sign Mellow. But if Mellow is available come January and, and you're Philly and you're struggling to kind of make that move where it's like, yeah, you're the concise number one seed in the East, but it's like you want to make that we're legit, we're serious about winning this championship move nobody's picking up the phone for us so we can't make a move that we want to make without really tearing the team apart. Take Mello. It's not going to hurt. It's not a risk. It goes with your philosophy of no matter what, everybody on the court is 6'6", because Mello's 6'8". So, consider Mello. J.R. Smith should be on the line too. Iman Shumpert. Like, it's niggas that... I feel like who are still free agents that they, they should call. I think JR Jamal Crawford is still available. Cause to me, for all I know is Jonah Bowden, um, Haywood Highsmith, Firkin Korkmas, Isaiah Miles, Shake Milton, Raul Nado, Norvell Pale, Zaire Smith, and Matisse Thybulle are all good defenders, but I don't think they can score worth a damn. <laughs> and no shade towards Ben Simmons. I don't see Ben Simmons averaging 20 this year. Um, oh, I just don't. Tobias Harris is their second scoring option because Embiid is easily going to get to his Embiid should have an MVP year by the way. Um but he had
1: an like, MVP last year. Yeah,
0: and he just didn't meet the game requirement, but Embiid might literally average probably like 28, 12, and probably mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. close to two I think it's 27, 11, and two blocks.
0: Yeah. So, and B should be in the running for either MVP or uh, Defensive Player of the Year, depending. But, like, Embiid's going to be over 20. Tobias might be the next closest person to 20. And Ben Simmons is going to be in that 17, 18 range. Vince Simmons is more along the lines of, can you shoot at least 33% from
1: three? No, that's too high.
0: Gee, that's kind of good for somebody who don't shoot. That's too high,
1: man. I shot freaking 27% last year. Look, I would say like this, can he at least shoot uh, 50% from three? But he only attempted two Bro, threes a game. That's high. But he only attempted two. So can okay, he shoot 50%? As a make one three a game, but attempt two. Gee. And good. Bro, that
0: we'll is still two, a high though. percentage even off two attempts, G. That's still high. He
1: only attempted two. It's 50%. He can't miss both. He only attempted two the whole entire game. For a one whole in the first year. Quarter, you want to attempt two and, and hope to make one. <laughs> yes, every game he's going to attempt two and hope to make one. I don't know, man. Come on, dude. You can't tell me that. Look, he only That's why shoots I said 33 is quarter. reasonable. He shoots it in the first quarter. Hopefully he makes it so the team can be like, oh, my God, Ben Simmons is attempting threes. Then he do what he needs to do in the fourth quarter? And eventually, when they find out this nigga can't make a jump shot, they guard him in the fourth. And then, you know, he bricks the shot to win them a game. And Joe Ellen B walks into that nigga office and say, "Why the fuck is he our point guard?" <laughs> so that's how it's gonna. <laughs> that's how it's gonna work out. Oh, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. You talk about thirty percent—that's high. I don't. You about fifty. 50%. <laughs> talking. But fifty percent, you thirty percent is like what he supposed to be like what.
0: Three for life. Yeah. One for three. No. I'm
1: trying to think. One for three is 33%. All so right, I'm saying he one for two. That's lower than yours. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man, I'm not good at math. As, as no long way. as he attempts it. That's the main thing, G. That, as yeah. long as he attempts. I
1: see he's going to be attempting more like elbow shots, stuff like that. Though, yeah, even shit.
0: a mid-range. And he kind of got to get his free throw percentage up to 70%.
1: I agree with that. LeBron free throw percentage, I don't even think he's at 70. I think Bron's at 64.
0: It depends who – it depends if LeBron has an all-time shooter with him on the team. Then his free throw percentage goes up because it helps.
1: (laughs) Danny Green?
0: It might help. So, yeah, it'll help. Um, And plus he has Jason Kidd as a coach. So, that'll help. Duh. if
1: Jason can't finally develop this man free uh, free throw shot, he gotta be moved to head coach.
0: Mm. Gotta be. Uh but yeah, so yeah, Philly should be the best team in the East, easily. Um like it's really like everything on this season is gonna fall on the health of Embiid and Ben Simmons development as a whole. So, let's go all the way west, and let's talk about the Southwest Division, which features the Dallas Mavericks, Houston Rockets, Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans Pelicans, and the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, let's just go ahead and get the Memphis Grizzlies out the way. Um, these niggas is trash.
1: John Morant and Josh Jackson. Money?
0: Trash. Trash. That's it. Yeah. Nothing to really say. Uh, trade Iggy, get money. Uh, I mean, get picks. Um, <laughs> Let John Morant do what the hell he wants, and let Jerry and Jackson uh, do what the hell he wants as well. So, yeah, that's the moral. Of the uh, Memphis Grizzlies—they might be the worst team in the league. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! The Charlotte
1: Hornets still exist,
0: huh?
1: The Charlotte Hornets still exist. You, You're that right. They'll be bona fide a top five worst team. Worst the team. team,
0: in, worst team in there league. you go. They'll be in contention. I don't think they'll be in the Lamelo race though. But once again, this upcoming draft class is nothing special outside of LaMelo. So, um, uh, so let's go ahead and talk about – and let's go with Dallas. So, uh, Dallas is one of those teams that can – if everything goes above everybody's – go above the expectations, they can sneak into the 8th, 7th seed in the uh, West, possibly, in a perfect world. Yeah. Um, and the Dallas Cowboys just lost. Um, so shout out to the Cowboys and I don't know how the hell you he lost to the goddamn Saints. But, um, without jubilees But yeah, as I was saying that I like the Dallas Mavericks team. Uh, if Porzingis. Oh, did you see that picture of Porzingis? Yep. Yeah. Um, then they I look a, like mini
1: like Terminator.
0: Well, after you getting jumped in your home country, you better get broke up. Shit. Um, you got a whole lot of your savages came and beat that thing
1: out.
0: <laughs> they was not playing with that man. It <laughs> was not playing. They got that man listed at seven three, two 240 pounds. Jesus. Yeah. Um. If Porzingis plays at an all-star level, plus Luca, who I already expect to play at an all-star level, uh, playoffs, honestly. Like they could sneak it to the playoffs, they may take somebody's spot. Like f round, and we won't see goddamn um, the Utah Jazz or somebody. Like or the Spurs, maybe. Like, they're potentially could be one of the. T- they're going to be one of the toughest teams to play against in the league because Luka is a pest. But I think the league is going to figure out Luca as well. I think he's going to start the season off slow. Like. Like, Muggs going to sit there and be like, all right, we're not about to let this uh, little European nigga just give us buckets and think it's sweet out here. But I think Luca may have a borderline all-star season, but I think Porzingis needs to be the best player for them to really prosper. Because I'm a firm advocate that sometimes if you have a super talented front frontcorp nigga, let that nigga hoop. And Porzingis is, was an all-star before his ACL exploded. So... I like this Mavericks team. They they have one of the top five coaches in the league in Rick Carlisle, who no matter what puts a competitive uh team out there. So and they got Bobon Mark uh Bobon. and unless John Wick is there with a book, uh he's gonna be a problem when he's on the court. So and they got Seth Curry and so I like their team. Like they're gonna be a tough team regardless. Uh sleeper, AFC, but I don't see them really making the playoffs unless things go too perfect for them. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, my bad. I fell asleep. Uh you can just mark that part out. Because uh, I was paying attention to that one at the same time. You said what team now?
0: Dallas Mavericks.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Dallas Mavericks. Uh Luca is gonna be Luka. Um hopefully Por. I don't know. Who you who you pick as a starter team? Would you say Luka or por is
0: I said if I said if they want to be at their very best and potentially take a playoff uh spot in the seven 8th seed, mm-hmm. Porzingis has to be arguably the best player. Like Luka's gonna be important. Like he has to be their most important player. But I think Porzingis has to be the best player because you can't stop a seven foot three nigga who can literally do a three sixty one meal.
1: We gotta see if his, you know, body will let him do that still, but because yeah. there's some Dallas fans out there, it's some Dallas fans out there. That I think Luka's like top ten player in the league. So yeah, yeah. if you're talking yeah, to TPJ yeah.
0: from Hoops and Brews, he believes that Luca is a top ten player.
1: That's really unfortunate, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait to see what Dallas is gonna do too. Do I think they're making a they are. just the west is too slow
0: yeah like they could sneak in there if some team like once again it's gonna have to be utah or the spurs to fall off and yep. it, and like i said for that to happen Luca and porzingis have to play all-star levels have to mm-hmm. no way around mm-hmm. it but yeah so that's dallas so um let's go ahead and talk about the pelicans um after some thought it's a lot of niggas that say this team could sneak into the playoffs, but I'm just going to say the reason why they're not. Uh, you put in extremely high expectations on Zion. Two. Extremely high. Uh, Yes. They have Lonzo, Josh Hart, and Brandon Ingram from the Lakers. LeBron couldn't get them niggas to the playoffs. Healthy or not. Well, they yeah. were in the playoffs with LeBron, okay, but Brandon Ingram specifically couldn't be enough to help LeBron get to the playoffs. So, chill right there, player. And then three. They benched them too. Yeah, they bench outside of J.J. Reddick's kind of cheeks. And they're still freaking young. Too young.
1: Like... I, Solomon Hill.
0: I thought they got rid of Solomon Hill's contract. I don't they see didn't get rid of Solomon Hill's contract. I think they got rid of that contract because I don't see them on the team. Huh. Yeah, so shout out to them. They got rid of Solomon Hill.
1: No, they might just make... (laughs) (laughs) They might just... Like, they're going to be how I view
0: the uh, Mavericks last year. They're going to be a young team that's going to give you some game. Like, they're going to be tough to beat. It's just they're not all the way there.
1: Hmm. So...
0: And the key in all, and honestly, if they really want to make the playoffs, Lonzo has to play at least 65 games. Cool. He has to touch 65. So, like...
1: Lonzo's going through
0: a lot. Yeah, he's going through a lot, but I think he's in a better place basketball-wise, because you're not in L.A. Um... I'm not really going to take the situation that's going on with his pops as much. Cause I think Lavar's going to be more focused on LaMelo now, especially with the mm-hmm. LaMelo Nike buzz going on. And you kind of want to rebuild your brand and Lonzo's kind of stiff arm in it. Like, yeah, I'm good. Let me be great. And also, I think that's also just confirmation that Lonzo signed with Nike. And he's just trying to look out for his brother. So, um, yep. but Lonzo's got to be the most important player. Um, Outside of Zion, uh, outside of Zion, like Lonzo has to be most important player. Like more
1: important it, than Drew.
0: Drew's gonna be Drew, and honestly, the reason why I said they're gonna be that tough young team is because when ba- Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday's on the court. Literally, G, what are you about to do? I don't
1: know.
0: What are you about to do? I don't,
1: I don't know. know. If you can go, You' gonna crapped up.
0: <laughs> You're getting clamped. You're getting clamped, G, like Lonzo. People forget Lonzo's six six. Drew Holiday is six four, and they both strong as hell. So it's like hold that L for all point guards in the league. I kind of can't wait to see them play the Rockets because uh, I can't either. That's
1: gonna yeah. be
0: good. Yeah, that's gonna like if any that's gonna be a fun game to see because I just want to see Lonzo and Drew defensively just tag team trying to stop Rust and Harden. That's gonna be fun basketball. Just the, that defensive nah, matchups.
1: Portland gonna be like, come on, man.
0: Oh yeah, Portland. Gee, they're gonna get Portland problems. They're gonna get the Warriors problems. Like G like team
1: real
0: bad problem.
1: Curry's gonna have
0: to really hit half court shots tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, dude. Yeah. Like hey, yeah, they're gonna yeah, Any team that's very um Point guard, shooting guard, base going to give them problems. But um, Zion, on paper, is their best player. Come on, come you still got to put respect on Drew Holiday's name. He's still on paper. That He's still looking at if you actually watch basketball as their best player. Lonzo's yeah. the most important, but Zion... I'm expecting Zion to probably give Muggs a smooth 18, 8, and... Three this year. He will been running for rookie of the year, but I said RJ Bear is gonna get it. So because RJ Bear is gonna probably average over twenty, and that enough to be should win it as a rookie. Yep. In my book, I don't think Zion's gonna average twenty. At best, I think he's gonna get to eighteen. But people also forget Brandon Ingram's in a contract year, and Brandon Ingram might f around and try to average twenty-four. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm
0: like he might live the F around and try to average 24 because he he's going to be fighting for his max he's going to be looking at at least 100 mil yep. there's going to be a team that's going to give it to him because he's not a scrub by all means like far from nope. a scrub. when he's motivated his mind is in the game brandon ingram can be a guy who can average over 20 give you like six rebounds and like four assists at his very best so shout out to well, Charlotte Hornets giving that man uh that bread. But I, mean, I don't
1: think no
0: nasty in the East dog. Yeah, like Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I like I I believe in Brandon Ingram. It's just unfortunate things didn't work out with him in the Lakers. But and he needs to stop hanging around G Herbo. Oh, um, that's another situation in itself. So. But yeah, the uh, Pelicans gonna be a fun uh league pass team to watch. Like I'm not expecting to make the playoffs though. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the Spurs. Like, um, 7 AC, I'm just going to say that off top. Maybe higher, but it's going to depend more on year 2 of DeMar DeRozan. If DeMar DeMar has to come into the season with a chip on his shoulder because there was a point where he was like his last year in Toronto before um that playoff <laughs> That Notorious getting swept by LeBron solo. <laughs> that is still one Man. of the most funniest days I've ever seen in my goddamn life. In terms of basketball, what LeBron did to Toronto was probably one of the most comically evil things I've ever seen one player Man. do to a franchise. G. Evil.
1: My favorite picture when they got LeBron James and meteor hitting the dinosaur.
0: Like G. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a classic but if I'm DeMar DeRozan like that season he was an MVP candidate he he was voted into the All-Star game by the fans he was yeah. arguably a top 3 shooter guard the man is not it, I think when we did our list was he in our top 5 I don't think he was in my top 5 so, god god we hell. yeah I know like if I'm DeMar DeRozan I'm sure Pop has talked to him he says, you saw that braided-up nigga win a championship for your former team. You wanted to do that. You was close to doing it, but LeBron James happened. Trust me, I know. It happens. But literally, I'm sure Pop is going to give him a very motivational speech. Probably told him, tell, talk to him the same way he talked to Marcus Aldrich. Say year two in this system, you're going to be good. And once again, it's a I I know I said for Team USA, Pop is coaching them. They'll be fine. But in San Antonio Spurs' terms, I know this team is going to be fine. They're going to be good. Like, uh, Also, most importantly, I did not know Patty Mills was still on this damn team. If I am pop on the first day of training camp, that nigga has to run freaking suicides all goddamn practice. But um, DeJounte Murray's mm-hmm. back. And I'm Sweet. very high on DeJounte Murray. Um, I believe he can be a future all-star in the league. Um, he's going to be the future of the Spurs anyway. Uh, but having him back helps you have your actual point guard back and which helps bring the Lonnie Walker. Uh yeah, Lonnie Walker's in year two Lonnie Walker's more of a shooting guard, but
1: I'm just saying in general, you know, yeah. yeah.
0: And it puts Derek White on puts Derrick White back on the bench to be um the sixth man off the bench, which is good for them. Rudy Gay is still solid. They added Damari Carroll and they added Trey Lyle. So they have, and once again, in very Spurs fashion, they have some ver- some random foreign niggas. It's some dude named Lucas Semenik. That dude might F around and win six man of the year. Yep. Because <laughs> I don't know who the hell he is, but they break bring- I think he's a rookie. Is he a rookie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a rookie from Croatia. He was a mean. first round pick. G, if you look, man, I'm about to send you the picture of this guy. This dude gonna f around to be Ginobili 2.0, but he's six foot eleven. G,
1: six foot what?
0: He's six foot eleven. G, he plays forward. Like, I, like I'm gonna probably look up highlights of him after the podcast. G, but fall out though, this dude might be freaking cold as hell. G, I'm, I just sent the picture to you. But he looks super generic. But he looks like a like he looks like that nigga who will f around to give you buckets. G, so the Spurs should be at the very best a 6 seed, but uh, the West is so freaking competitive that they would probably be like a 7th, 8th seed, but DeMar DeRozan has to be I don't think he's going to make the all-star team but he has to be in conversation because the West is so goddamn stacked, whereas like mm-hmm. for him to make the all-star team, somebody either has to get hurt or get hurt or just be like, I just don't want to uh, play an All-Star game because G. Herbo and them kidnapped me during a freak. No, not G. Herbo. I mean, King Von kidnapped me during All-Star weekend. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So, that's why I think of the Spurs. So, um, you could go ahead and talk about that.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with everything that you said. Um, yeah. Um, I don't even know. It's the Spurs, Teams, you just know that they they, they gonna make it to where they need to make it, which is nice in first round exit, but at least they make the playoffs. Yep, Oh, dude, and uh, uh it's pretty easy to we look so, so, like he sell goddarn insurance policy, <laughs> he's seven foot 11. Shout out to him. Um, like I said,
0: take like, I <laughs> back. not <laughs>
1: it's Hopefully. Hopefully uh nigga What's that nigga name? Uh Demondo Rose because Mark all just gonna be straight. Some pair of reason that nigga always lost I guess. Um And yeah, I just think the Spurs is gonna be the Spurs. They just they they in rebuild mode, so without with making the playoffs.
0: Exactly. Like the Spurs rebuild by bringing in insert foreign nigga. That Luca might that Luca guy, the six eleven Luca might legit be the start of their foreign rebuild mixed mm. with uh finding a new six eleven nigga to kinda take the Tim Duncan role. So mm. we know how they work. So I think Derek White, no, Murray Murray's kinda like the Tony Parker replacement. They already have that done. So pa- yeah. Patty Mills two is uh Derek White. They just need the new Ginobili. And that Luca guy might be new Ginobili. So, we'll see. But, yeah. So, let's go ahead and get to the Rockets. Um, the Rockets is controversially the most weirdest team. Because at their very best, they should run rock shot with the league in terms of we have the biggest chip on our shoulder. We blew, we blew it against the Warriors not once but twice. And... They should come in motivated to come out Ooh. and actually want to win it all this year. You replace Chris Paul with Russell Westbrook. Top five top four point guard in the league. Arguably number two. Arguably. There's some niggas that will argue you number one, but they smoke dope. But yeah. but he arguably top two point guard. Easily top four. So at the very best, this is a team that should be in the finals. Should win the finals. Cause you 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 turn who you you, you the main chem, the main thing was arguably the outside of just missing threes, Harden's chemistry with uh Chris Paul. You brought his best mm-hmm. friend. Well, quote unquote best friend. So and former teammate, somebody he actually gets along with, somebody who even though Russ is a Russell I think would take over more of the locker room leadership, which helps in Harden, where he just where he kinda like I think people regardless like Harden. But Russ is gonna be more of the vocal guy and Harden won't be too mad if Chris Paul like Chris Paul gets in his face, he's probably like, Gee, I might really want to beat your ass. But if Russ gets in his face, he knows it's coming out of it's coming from a good place. And he might actually listen. Like, hey, nigga, you dribbling too goddamn much. Eric Gordon was open at the corner for the three. Pass it, nigga. And so at the very best, the Rockets should be in the finals. They have the Ooh. most consistency outside of just like if like literally at the very best they should. They should be in the finals. Like out like even though like they have nothing for A D, uh they literally have nothing for A D. <laughs> Nothing. Because if I'm a Anthony Davis, hell, if I'm Dwight Howard, and I see the statue of Tyson Chandler, um, <laughs> Clint Capella, who is literally at this point, is he from, where is he from? Switzerland. That nigga's some type of African, though. But yep. um, Clint, Ski Mask, Capella, and Ryan Anderson, and also Nene, who I don't know how... How the hell that nigga's still in the lead? <laughs> if I'm Anthony Davis, I'm expecting to drop thirty. But also, I'm, I'm Harden and goddamn Russell Westbrook. If I see Alex Crusoe, Rondo, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, we need to tag team for uh, eighty a piece. I mean, eighty mm-hmm. combined, not a piece. That's a little high, but eighty combined. So. Like, at the very best, I think the Rockets should be in the finals. They have the biggest chip on their shoulders as an organization and as a team. And for Harden, it's not just, okay, you have your MVP, but you feel like you were gypped out your MVP last year as well. Because you had a very historic season. No matter how we feel about it, how did you average that 35? Still historic. But you feel gypped you blew it against the Warriors again after having a lead and KD getting injured, you had a full advantage. You still blew it. You should have the biggest chip on your shoulder to be like, I want to win it all. And if Harden wins it all, that puts him number three. Dang. I hate to say it because I love Wade. Wade is my boy. But that, like, the only, like, Wade don't have an MVP. He has a finals MVP, but more than likely, if Harden wins one, he's winning finals MVP. So, yeah. And it's like with Wade, you can legit use the LeBron came in and gave me uh, two more rings narrative. Especially the last one because that nigga was, had no knees. Um, but, but yeah. If I'm legit, like Harden, especially Clint Capella. Eric Gordon as well, because Eric Gordon, as you could argue, or Eric Gordon last year in the playoffs, especially in that finals series, the series against the Warriors was their best player on the court consistently. And he has been that. He's been consistently the best player for them in terms of just consistency. Because you know what you're getting out of Eric Gordon. He's going to somehow get you 20. He actually <laughs> runs that offense with the most common sense. He knows, okay, my three not going in. Let me shoot a goddamn layup. Please. So... Like, it's, the X Factor is Russ, of course. But this team, the, the team in itself is common sense. Run, pick, and roll. Shoot threes. James Harden isolate. And everybody else, please make your open shots. Plain and simple. And it's very much possible for them. I think, I, I really can't even say they need another defender because they signed Tabo Cephalosha. Um, so, shout out to them. That's a good pickup, honestly. But... I believe the Rockets should make the finals. I don't think they're going to have the best record in the uh, West, though. I don't. That's either going to be the Lakers or the Clippers. But I have them being a top three seed in the West. Like, they should be number three. So that's my spiel on the Rockets. I don't believe that they'll do what I said. But at the very best, that's what I think they can be. Because they have the biggest chip on their shoulder. They should walk in the season. With the biggest chip on their shot what,
1: what team we on now? We on the Rockets still? Yeah. Yeah, the Rockets are. Let I me mean, watch them. Call it. They are. Uh, they're gonna make the playoffs. Most likely second round exit if they run into the late team. If they don't, they Eastern. They Western the Conference bound. I mean, uh, Western Conference Finals, bound. Um. Don't know how Westbrook and uh, James Harden this. That's one of the situations we just gonna have to wait on. in General. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, that's how I feel. I think James Harden probably would be top three in the MVP race for his career. I don't think he would win this one though. I think he played. Out. Westbrook I think play outstanding. That'd be a quality third. seed. yeah, seed in my book.
0: I'm at man. Do you think Russ averages uh, a triple double this year?
1: I think he struggles. Struggles to I get the triple double
0: or struggles yep. as a whole.
1: I think he struggles to get the triple. Mm. I don't think he averages it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I feel like if for this system, the Dan Tony system, he doesn't need mm. to do it like to assist. I don't think he's going to even I, he's probably still going to average like seven assists because him and Hart is going to split the point guard duties. So he don't need to do that for their success. Now there will be games I'm sure where he'll just do it because he's Russell Westbrook. Of course, I think he might still lead the league in triple doubles.
1: But, yeah, I think he leads the um, league.
0: The- yeah, I think he'll lead the league in triple doubles. So, but it won't be necessary. Like I think his assist to drop to seven rebound. He might F round still be the leading oh. rebounder on the team. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he might still average like he might keep,
1: uh, compelling, done.
0: Yeah, like he might average between eight and nine rebounds. Like I think he'll still get a decent amount of boards, but I think his assist may drop to seven at the very worst six. It just depends on how because he's it's not just Harden that's going to be don't be like uh the primary ball handler it's going to be times where he's going to split it with Austin Rivers and I know Austin Rivers but Austin Rivers was really good last year and Eric Gordon real
1: good so
0: so, I think his assist may drop to at the very worst 6 but I think he'll be at 7 at the very most 8.5 or something like that Yeah. yeah I agree with
1: you
0: yeah so but yeah, so that's the Rockets. Um so that's it for our basketball preview for this episode. That's it for this episode as a whole. Um Ooh. we tied out here. We gave you guys a two hour episode to make up for it. Um next week we'll, we'll pretty much we'll be overviewing uh the SmackDown uh of Fox, of course, and also we'll hit let's see, what divisions is left? Northwest, Southwest uh Huh?
1: Like Kimber northwest was, is the Denver,
0: northwest. Minnesota, OKC, Portland, and Utah. I'd rather talk about them because I really don't want to. I don't want to talk about <laughs> the southeast next week. Let's just talk What's about
1: the southeast:
0: Atlanta, Charlotte, Miami, Orlando, Washington.
1: You gotta play that songs of suffering when you talk about them too.
0: Literally, I'm gonna have a sad backdrop music for that, but yeah, so we'll talk Northwest next week, so we'll, and what then the week after, we'll do Southeast, we'll probably talk about that in a record time, in probably like five minutes um, so Southeast,
1: that
0: Florida yeah, Southeast is all the Florida teams Atlanta, Charlotte, and Washington yeah, so. um, that yep, so Northwest, we'll talk about OKC, Denver, Minnesota Portland, Utah, so all the teams that's gonna be in agony because Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis is in better situations. So that's that <laughs> let's just put it that way, straight up. But appreciate you guys for listening. Uh follow us on Twitter at Three's From the Ring, three S from the Ring. We appreciate you guys. much. thank you for all the support for the uh last the last episode. Uh appreciate you guys. Uh make sure you subscribe, follow all that good stuff. On whatever platform you listen to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, it's greatly appreciated. And plus share, 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 share the uh podcast as well. It'll be greatly appreciated. But that's it for this week, guys. We appreciate you guys for listening. Peace.